Welcome to the Bible 365 podcast, delivering God's word to you every day, walking with fellow Christians through the entire Bible in one year. Each book of the Bible is read by a different member of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church in Edmond, Oklahoma, bringing new voices to a timeless story. Let's hear God's word for today. Judges chapter 1. After the death of Joshua, the Israelites inquired of the Lord, Who will be the first to fight for us against the Canaanites? The Lord answered, Judah is to go. I have handed the land over to him. Judah said to his brother Simeon, Come with me to my allotted territory, and let's fight against the Canaanites. I will also go with you to your allotted territory. So Simeon went with him. When Judah attacked, the Lord handed the Canaanites and the Perizzites over to them. They struck down 10,000 men in Bezek. They found Adonai Bezek in Bezek, fought against him, and struck down the Canaanites and Perizzites. When Adonai Bezek fled, they pursued him and caught him and cut off his thumbs and big toes. Adonai Bezek said, Seventy kings with their thumbs and big toes cut off used to pick up scraps under my tables. God has repaid me for what I have done. They brought him to Jerusalem, and he died there. The men of Judah fought against Jerusalem, captured it, put it to the sword, and set the city on fire. Afterward, the men of Judah marched down to fight against the Canaanites who were living in the hill country, the Negev, and the Judean foothills. Judah also marched against the Canaanites who were living in the Hebron. Hebron was formerly named Kareath Arba. They struck down Sheshai, Ahaman, and Talmai. From there, they marched against the residents of Debir. Debir was formerly known Kiriath Sefer. Caleb said, Whoever attacks and captures Kiriath Sefer, I will give my daughter, Akcha, to him as a wife. So Othniel, son of Kanaz, Caleb's youngest brother, captured it, and Caleb gave his daughter, Aksha, to him as his wife. When she arrived, she persuaded Othniel to ask her father for a field. As she got off her donkey, Caleb asked her, what do you want? She answered him, Give me a blessing. Since you have given me land in the Negev, give me springs also. So Caleb gave her both the upper and lower springs. The descendants of the Kenite, Moses' father-in-law, had gone up with the men of Judah from the city of Palms to the wilderness of Judah, which was in the Negev of Arad. They went to live among the people. Judah went with his brother Simeon, struck the Canaanites who were living in Zephath, and completely destroyed the town. So they named the town Hormah. Judah captured Gaza and its territory, Ashkelon and its territory, and Ekron and its territory. The Lord was with Judah and enabled them to take possession of the hill country. But they could not drive out the people who were living in the plain, because those people had iron chariots. Judah gave Hebron to Caleb, just as Moses had promised. Then Caleb drove out the three sons of Anak who lived there. At the same time, the Benjamites did not drive out the Jebusites who were living in Jerusalem. The Jebusites had lived among the Benjamites in Jerusalem to this day. The house of Joseph also attacked Bethel, and the Lord was with them. They sent spies to Bethel. The town was formerly named Luz. The spies saw a man coming out of the town and said to him, Please show us how to get into the town, and we will show you kindness. When he showed them the way into the town, they put the town to the sword, but released the man and his entire family. The man went to the land of the Hittites, built a town, and named it Luz. That is the name still today. 
At that time, Manasseh failed to take possession of Beth Shean and Tanakh and the surrounding villages, or the residents of Dor, Ibliam, and Megiddo and their surrounding villages. The Canaanites were determined to stay in this land. When Israel became stronger, they made the Canaanites serve as forced labor, but never drove them out completely. At that time, Ephraim failed to drive out the Canaanites who were living in Gezer, so the Canaanites have lived among them in Gezer. Zebulun failed to drive out the residents of Kitron or the residents of Nehaholo, so the Canaanites lived among them and served as forced labor. Asher failed to drive out the residents of Akko or of Sidon or Alab or Axib, Helba, Afik, or Rehob. The Asherites lived among the Canaanites who were living in the land because they failed to drive them out. Naphtali did not drive out the residents of Beth Shemesh or the residents of Beth Anath. They lived among the Canaanites who were living in the land, but the residents of Beth Shemesh and Beth Anath served as their forced labor. The Amorites forced the Danites into the hill country and did not allow them to go into the valley. The Amorites were determined to stay in Harhares, Aijalon, and Shalbim. When the house of Joseph got the upper hand, the Amorites were made to serve as forced labor. The territory of the Amorites extended from the Scorpion's ascent, that is from Selah, upward. Judges chapter 2 The angel of the Lord went up from Gilgal to Bochim and said, I brought you out of Egypt and led you into the land that I had promised your ancestors. I also said, I will never break my covenant with you. You are not to make a covenant with the inhabitants of this land. You are to tear down their altars, but you have not obeyed me. What have you done? Therefore, I now say, I will not drive out these people before you. They will be thorns in your sides, and their gods will be a trap for you. When the angel of the Lord had spoken these words to all the Israelites, the people wept loudly. So they named the place Bochim and offered sacrifices there to the Lord. Previously, when Joshua had sent the people away, the Israelites had gone to take possession of the land, each to his own inheritance. The people worshipped the Lord throughout Joshua's lifetime and during the lifetimes of the elders who outlived Joshua. They had seen all the Lord's great works he had done for Israel. Joshua, son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died at the age of 110. They buried him in the territory of his inheritance in Tinmanathares, and in the hill country of Ephraim, north of Mount Gaash. That whole generation was also gathered to their ancestors. After them, another generation rose up who did not know the Lord or the works he had done for Israel. The Israelites did what was evil in the Lord's sight. They worshipped the Baals and abandoned the Lord, the God of their ancestors, who brought them out of Egypt. They followed other gods from the surrounding peoples and bowed down to them. They angered the Lord, for they abandoned him and worshipped Baals and the Ashtoreths. The Lord's anger burned against Israel, and he handed them over to marauders who raided them. He sold them to the enemies around them, and they could no longer resist their enemies. Whenever the Israelites went out, the Lord was against them and brought disaster on them, just as he had promised and sworn to him. So they suffered greatly. The Lord raised up judges who saved them from the power of the marauders, but they did not listen to their judges. Instead, they prostituted themselves with other gods, bowing down to them. They quickly turned from the way of their ancestors, who had walked in obedience to the Lord's commands. They did not do as their ancestors did. Whenever the Lord raised up a judge for the Israelites, the Lord was with him and saved the people from the power of their enemies while the judge was still alive. 
The Lord was moved to pity whenever they groaned because of those who were oppressing and afflicting them. Whenever the judge died, the Israelites would act even more corruptly than their ancestors, following other gods to serve them and bow and worship to them. They did not turn from their evil practices or their obstinate ways. The Lord's anger burned against Israel, and he declared, Because this nation has violated my covenant that I have made with their ancestors and disobeyed me, I will no longer drive out before them any of the nations Joshua left when he died. I did this to test Israel and to see whether or not they would keep the Lord's way by walking in it, as their ancestors had. The Lord left these nations and did not drive them out immediately. He did not hand them over to Joshua. Judges chapter 3 These are the nations the Lord left in order to test all those in Israel who had experienced none of the wars in Canaan. This was to teach the future generations of the Israelites how to fight in battle, especially those who had not fought before. These nations include the five rulers of the Philistines and all of the Canaanites, the Sidonians, and the Hivites, who lived in the Lebanese mountains from Mount Baal-Harmon as far as the entrance of Hamath. The Lord left them to test Israel to determine if they would keep the Lord's commands he had given their ancestors through Moses. But they settled among the Canaanites, Hethites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. The Israelites took their daughters as wives for themselves, gave their own daughters to their sons, and worshipped their gods. The Israelites did what was evil in the Lord's sight. They forgot the Lord their God and worshipped the Baals and the Asherahs. The Lord's anger burned against Israel, and he sold them to King Cushan Rishathaim of Aram Naharaim, and the Israelites served him eight years. The Israelites cried out to the Lord. So the Lord raised up Othniel, son of Kenaz, Caleb's youngest brother, as a deliverer to save the Israelites. The Spirit of the Lord came on him, and he judged Israel. Othniel went out to battle, and the Lord handed over King Cushan Rishathaim of Aram to him, so that Othniel overpowered him. Then the land had peace for forty years, and Othniel, son of Kenaz, died. The Israelites again did what was evil in the Lord's sight. He gave King Eglon of Moab power over Israel, because they had done what was evil in the Lord's sight. After Eglon convinced the Ammonites and the Amalekites to join forces with him, he attacked and defeated Israel and took possession of the city of Palms. The Israelites served King Eglon of Moab eighteen years. Then the Israelites cried out to the Lord, and he raised up Ehud, son of Gera, a left-handed Benjamite, as a deliverer for them. The Israelites sent him with the tribute for King Eglon of Moab. Ehud made himself a double-edged sword eighteen inches long. He strapped it to his right thigh under his clothes and brought the tribute to King Eglon of Moab, who was an extremely fat man. When Ehud had finished presenting the tribute, he dismissed the people who had carried it. At the carved images near Gilgal, he returned and said, King Eglon, I have a secret message for you. The king said silence, and all his attendants left him. Then Ehud approached him while he was sitting alone in his upstairs room where it was cool. Ehud said, I have a message from God for you. And the king stood up from his throne. Ehud reached in his left hand, took the sword from his right thigh, and plunged it into Eglon's belly. Even the handle went in after the blade, and Eglon's fat closed in over it, so that Ehud did not withdraw the sword from his belly. And the waist came out. Ehud escaped by way of the porch, closing and locking the doors of the upstairs room behind him. Ehud was gone when Eglon's servant came in. They looked and found the doors of the upstairs room locked and thought he was relieving himself in the cool room. The servants waited until they became embarrassed and saw that he had still not opened the doors of the upstairs room. 
So they took the key and opened the doors, and there was their Lord lying dead on the floor. Ehud escaped while the servants waited. He passed the Jordan near the carved images and reached Sarah. After he arrived, he sounded the ram's horn throughout the hill country of Ephraim. The Israelites came down with him from the hill country, and he became their leader. He told them, Follow me, because the Lord has handed over your enemies, the Moabites, to you. So they followed him, captured the fords of the Jordan leading to Moab, and did not allow anyone to cross over. At that time, they struck down about 10,000 Moabites, all stout and able-bodied men. Not one of them escaped. Moab became subject to Israel that day, and the land had peace for 80 years. After Ehud, Shamgar, son of Anath, became judge. He also delivered Israel, striking down 600 Philistines with a cattle prod. John chapter 20 On the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb early, while it was still dark. She saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. So she went running to Simon Peter and to the other disciple, the one Jesus loved, and said to them, They've taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we don't know where they've put him. At that, Peter and the other disciple went out, heading for the tomb. The two were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and got to the tomb first. Stooping down, he saw the linen cloths lying there, but he did not go in. Then, following him, Simon Peter also came. He entered the tomb and saw the linen cloths lying there. The wrapping that had been on his head was not lying with the linen cloths, but was folded up in a separate place by itself. The other disciple, who had reached the tomb first, then also went in, saw, and believed. For they did not yet understand the scripture that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned to the place where they were staying. But Mary stood outside the tomb crying. As she was crying, she stooped to look into the tomb. She saw two angels in white sitting where Jesus' body had been lying one at the head and the other at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you crying? Because they've taken away my Lord, she told them, and I don't know where they've put him. Having said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know it was Jesus. Woman, Jesus said to her, Why are you crying? Who is it that you're seeking? Supposing he was the gardener, she replied, Sir, if you've carried him away, tell me where you've put him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. Turning around, she said to him in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Don't cling to me, Jesus told her, since I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and tell them that I am ascending to my Father and your Father to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord, and she told them what he had said to her. When it was evening on that first day of the week, the disciples were gathered together with the doors locked because they feared the Jews. Jesus came, stood among them, and said to them, Peace be with you. Having said this, he showed them his hands and his side, So the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. 
Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. After saying this, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, called Twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples were telling him, We've seen the Lord. But he said to them, If I don't see the mark of the nails in his hands, put my finger into the mark of the nails and put my hand into his side, I will never believe. A week later, his disciples were indoors again, and Thomas was with them. Even though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and look at my hands. Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Don't be faithless, but believe. Thomas responded to him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples that are not written in this book, but these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. This has been the Bible 365 Podcast, a production of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church and School in Edmond, Oklahoma, in collaboration with Cinematic Waves, TV and film post-production studios. The Christian Standard Bible is copyright 2017 by Holman Bible Publishers, used by permission. Having heard the word for today, may the same Holy Spirit who inspired Scripture now inspire faith in you to live each day as a disciple of Jesus Christ. Love God, love one another, and love your neighbor.